Welcome back to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dank. How is your week going so far? How difficult is it for you to start a new work week? Do you usually have difficulties starting anything in your life? Let's talk today about what might be the causes of us not starting on what we are supposed to and how to fix this. I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like it's always hard to start something. Whether something I'm usually used to doing or something completely new. And throughout the years, I've been trying to understand what would be the causes for this happening. And let's try to think about it together. Imagine you're at work and your boss asks you to do something. You have three possibilities to answer that request. The first one is you have no interest in what your boss is asking you. I hope that these moments are not the majority of your time, but if they are, Maybe it's time to get a new job. Now, no interest means you don't even see the point of starting this task particularly. So if you don't care, you have no interest, obviously you won't be able to perform. The second, you don't have the motivation. So when we talk about motivation, what is it? You don't have something outside of you, which is an external motivation, maybe a salary, a reward to motivate to do something or we are talking about internal motivation, which is what it brings to you as a person. Now, no motivation to do it, maybe because today is not the right day, maybe not the right time, maybe something in your life is happening and it's taking your mind away from what you're supposed to do right now. So no motivation for many, many reasons, and it's difficult to start when you don't have the motivation, when you cannot see the picture when you cannot see the outcome of any situation. That's the second reason. And now the third reason, you don't have the proper resources. Your boss asks you to do something, but you realize you are missing a software, you realize you are missing the time. Most of the time, when you work for a company, you don't have enough time to do what you're supposed to do. Or you are missing the information, you are missing the team that goes together to build that project. So the three reasons are no interest, no motivation, no resources. Think about it. Think about the last time you were in a situation where you could not start. What was the reason for not being able to start? I guess every Monday should be the day when people don't really feel motivated because they have a transition to make from two days of relaxing, of, of letting go, of being able to do whatever you want, to going back to a more formal and structured environment where you have something to do because you must do it. So this is usually what Mondays look like for most people. It's always easier to start something when you understand the reason why you cannot start in the first place. However, this is not going to help you start it necessarily, but at least you will understand the moments when you cannot start. And once you try to understand maybe a pattern in your life, maybe some days, some specific moods, some specific environments don't allow for you to start on anything that you want, you understand how to do better next time or at least try to improve a bit on your conditions for you to start on any project, any idea or any movement that you're trying to do. So let, let's imagine that you are trying to build a house. And this is, for me, the, the, the most striking image of 
laying the first brick on any process that you're trying to accomplish. Starting on any process means that you just have to lay the first brick. If you think about it, it you, you have to think about it as a, as a bigger picture. Yeah, you're trying to build a house. So you're trying to apply for jobs. That's the whole process from writing your letters, trying to prepare yourself for interviews, trying to navigate all those websites or networking events. And the whole purpose of it is to find a job. Therefore, the whole house represents getting a job. Until you get the job, though, you have to go through different steps. And those different steps are the bricks you are laying towards building a wall and building the house. So if you think about laying the first brick, this is really the first step. And the first step usually feels like the hardest, even though this is the easiest because this is only one brick. So if you think about it, yes, it means starting from scratch. And usually that's what scares most of us. It's to start from scratch. When you start from scratch, that means you are alone. That means you are unguided. That means you are roaming free in, an, in a place where you've never been before. And how do you find the proper direction to get there? And how do you know that you're going the right way? Well, I started this podcast in December of last year. And as soon as I started it, I stopped it. So the reason for this is I had given myself a deadline to publish the first episode because I knew that without publishing the first episode, I would never start it altogether. So I gave myself the deadline of December 31st of 2019. I published the first episode, which for me is really not a, a good episode. But you know what? I had given myself this deadline because I knew that first episode was the beginning of the whole process. And if I did not lay the first brick that day, I would have never started it in the first place. So I started this uh, podcast in December and then nothing happened until recently, the last few episodes you've been hearing. For me though, knowing that I had that first episode was very comforting. It meant that I had taken the time, I had taken the concentration, I had taken the energy that I needed and focused it into to doing something, even though it wouldn't be the best. And actually, I'm not even quite sure it's good enough, but the point was just to do it. Because by laying that first brick, I knew I had accomplished the most difficult part of the process. This leads me to think that there are three reasons, at least, as to why we fail to start any process, anything. And also, I've been observing myself and observing the situations when I felt stuck or I felt like there was a lack of inspiration or motivation, and I could not understand the deeper motive, the deeper explanations for these reasons. Now, looking back, and I want to share that with you today, I want to share three reasons why we sometimes or most of the time don't start at all. The first reason that really strikes me is that I've discovered that sometimes it's easier to live in a fantasy. It's easier to dream about the, the outcome that you want. And by not starting on a presentation, by not starting on a book, by not starting on a project, by not starting on, on any hobby that you're trying to consolidate or enjoy, you are staying in a world of fantasy. Staying in a world of fantasy means that it feels so comfortable, so reassuring, so rewarding, so pleasant to imagine how it could be that you won't start the process in the real life 
because you might expect to be disappointed. And what I mean by that is that reality might not match your expectations. And expectations is a very, very interesting but frustrating concept for me. I'm still struggling how to reconcile expectations and reality. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like, oh, everything's going to be fine. I've studied for this or I'm prepared for this. And you realize that you are really struggling to try to achieve what you were supposed to in the first place because you expected everything to be good. On the other hand, though, sometimes you kind of prepare for the worst and you feel unprepared. You feel a bit reluctant to do something. Eventually, though, everything goes smoothly and much better than you had anticipated. So expectations really are very tricky for me to grasp. Um, But let's stick to that reality matching expectation right now. If you expect something so beautifully in your mind, so pleasantly, you might be afraid that by actually doing it in real life, it might not match your expectations, hence a disappointment. And I know I've been in this situation too when I have to, to create a training, when I have to write my book, everything looks amazing in my mind. But when it starts to test it in real life, suddenly I encounter the reality. And sometimes the reality can be harsh. But we need this reality to understand that we are not on the right track. And being on the right track is really the most important thing here. Now, there's a second reason why we might not start on the process. We want it to be perfect. And again, I was just talking about publishing my first episode in this podcast. And guess what? Every time I try to talk in the microphone, every word that was coming out of my mouth for me felt like like an issue. It sounded bad. It, it didn't sound good enough. It didn't feel striking enough. And therefore, I was just stopping and restarting and stopping and recording again. At the end of the day, when you stopped and resumed and restarted so many times, you just get tired. You get tired because you feel that it's not good enough. We have a tendency to want to have everything perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm very demanding when it comes to myself. And as a result, obviously, I try to be perfectionist about what I'm trying to do. Throughout the years, though, I've realized that, you know what? It's blocked me so many times that I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be blocked anymore just because in my mind, I don't feel this is good enough. And I want it to be perfect. But seriously, what is perfection? I mean, who is really trying to be perfect these days? There's got to be a limit to how much we want things to be perfect because life, as we've seen in the last few months, cannot be perfect. And sometimes it's even on the other side of the spectrum. It can be really bad. So just being good enough for your own standards can save you the time and the energy. And on top of that, it can save you the, the frustration of not starting and being stuck. And this is the second point. When you want to do something so perfectly, to your standards, imaginary standards, by the way, because there's no perfection, then what happens is you don't start anything at all, which leads to procrastination, which is a complete different topic, but this is the second point. Now, the third point is we don't want to start because we don't want to fail. And this is very easy. This is very common. And I've been in a situation many, many times, and even last week, even today, I don't want to fail. What if you start something, you dedicate all your time, all your energy, all your passion, all your resources only to get disappointed because it doesn't work? 
But again, it does not work. It means that this is a draft. And the next time you are going to start again, this is going to be better than the first time. So why not starting at all? It's because we want instant success. We want to make sure we don't spend all this time and all this energy for nothing. But nothing doesn't mean anything here because this is the foundation that you need to create something better. So three points. We don't start because we might be afraid that reality doesn't match expectations. We want to be perfect so we procrastinate. And then we are scared to fail. Now, whether or not you start creates the foundation of what's coming next. Imagine you have to write this report. You have to create this presentation at work. You have to prepare a conference. You have to write a book. You have to create a mastermind group. I don't know, whatever you have to start. You decide to not start, as we say, either because you don't feel interested in it, you don't have motivation, you don't have resources, and the deeper motives or deeper concepts here are that you are afraid that reality might not match your expectations, or you feel that you want it to be too perfect, or you are scared to fail. So you don't start. You are stuck at point zero. What happens next? You start questioning everything. You start wondering about potential outcomes, potential possibilities. You keep playing a movie in your mind over and over again of what could go wrong, of what is not good enough, of what is going to be an obstacle on your path. And by creating such a, a huge movie in your mind, obviously, you're creating a blockbuster of excuses. And those excuses are going to be the reminders for you to never start any day. Just because you feel there's so much that could go wrong. There's so much that you don't like about the process. There's so much that you think you cannot do because you feel not qualified or able. All these reasons, all those excuses will stick you to the ground. And the longer you wait, the more likely you are never to start. This is the first foundation. If you believe all these things, you are stuck. Think about it differently now. You are given a project, you are given an idea, you are given a task, or you want to create something for your life. And you take that first step, as little as it is, as meaningless as you think it is right now, but it's still the first step. So what you do is you're mapping out something, an outline of something you, you have in mind. You start elaborating on an idea. You start visualizing the next step as well. You want to make sure that you are just doing something. You are moving a little bit. And moving a little bit is, is much more important than trying to think you can take a giant leap right away. Usually, it's not going to happen. You're going to need those small steps that will add up and take you further. For me, I also realized that the more things you start, the more interconnections you have between all those things that don't necessarily feel related in the beginning, but as you go and as you progress, as you move forward with each little step, each little thing, you realize that at some point they are going to meet. And when they meet, you realize that there's connections between the project one and project two and maybe what you were doing in your personal life and what you were doing in your company. Suddenly everything starts making sense. And again, it's because you took that first step, that first small step that actually trigger a whole process. It trigger a whole chain of events that somehow generate momentum. And this momentum is priceless because that's what you need to give you more energy, to give you more motivation, and to give you more inspiration as well. So you need to lay that first brick. You cannot wait. If 
you really want to live in a house, you need to lay that first brick and then you get the wall and then you get two walls and then you get a house. So why are you still waiting right now? Let me summarize again on today's episode, the three takeaways for today. Number one, don't wait another minute, just do it now. The longer you wait, the less likely you are to start anything. And the starting point, that first step that you make, helps you improve and direct your efforts. And as you go, you modify, you shift, you improve, you adjust and you adapt. And now the second point, if you cannot start, identify the causes of why you are not starting. We mentioned that sometimes we feel that reality might not be as pleasant, as exciting, as rewarding as our expectations. Also, we try to make it too perfect. And therefore, by trying to make it too perfect, we feel weak and we don't even start anything at all. And finally, the fear of failing is paralyzing because you feel that all the energy, all the efforts, all the time and dedication you put into something might get you nowhere. And the third point for today is the more you do, the more momentum you generate. And this becomes easier as you create inner connections between all the aspects of your life, all the projects, all the ideas, all the the creations that you have suddenly start making sense. Thus tell me, What was the last thing you put off doing? How did you get started? And how long did it take you to start? Feel free to share that with me. I would love to hear about your experience, about what causes you think triggered this first step not being taken right away. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone who definitely needs to get started on something right away and has been postponing and procrastinating for too long. Thank you again so much for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. I will see you again on our next episode.